1: I'm Ken Abzak, and this is Daily Thrones, a quick look at the world of ice and fire. Hey, I want to do a project with you guys this week, my listening audience, who helps me so much with your great calls and your theories and your comments and your speculations and your questions and comments. You guys are great. We've built a very nice community here at Daily Thrones. Always proud to be a part of it with you guys. I want to talk about our best Game of Thrones quotes. There's a lot out there. I drink and I know things, right? Winter is coming. Mine is, well, one of mine is, I wish you good fortune in the wars to come. Uh, I want to this week focus on quotes, so if you have a favorite quote and a reason why, call in here to Daily Thrones. I'll put the calls up, and we'll start dealing with it, talking about it, discussing it all through the week. In the meantime, let's talk about Game of Thrones and video games here on Daily Thrones.
0: Hey, Ken. So... Recently, there's kind of been this this rumor, we don't know if it's real or fake, that Bethesda, the company that made uh, the Skyrim series and the Fallout series, is making a Game of Thrones game. Uh, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I'm a gamer. I'm not too up on the news of it, though. And the idea of that, like, I I know for me personally, I could spend hundreds of hours uh, in an offline Game of Thrones game or in an online Game of Thrones game with a big open world I think with nowadays gaming technology, it's very doable, and I think it's long past due. Do you think that's something that maybe they're just waiting to announce in between now and the next season, or maybe they'll you know, save those types of cash cows for after the show is done? Uh, just I wanted to know your opinion on that one and uh, what everybody else thinks. So, uh, yeah, thanks for taking the call, and have a great night.
1: All right, so Thomas all with a call about an open-world Game of Thrones video game. And uh, first of all, Sir Thomas, always good to hear from me. Hope you're doing well still. So this rumor popped up over the summer, and I'm looking up one of the stories where Bethesda, I can say that, Bethesda uh, was allegedly developing a Game of Thrones game on par with, say, the Elder Scrolls and Fallout, which is what they had uh, developed. And uh, Target had listed that, a Bethesda Game of Thrones game. Got people all up in arms, but Target had to... uh, through a spokesman uh, say later on, this is not a real product. We're sorry for any confusion. But it still begs the question of when or if will we get a big Game of Thrones game like that? Now we've had the Telltale Games. I would definitely not call that open world. i got to be honest. Fun start to that game. I like House Forrester in it. I like uh, Whitehall. I like all the things that the game put up. But Telltale Games aren't really, uh, well... They're not necessarily choose your own adventure. They're just choose a different path to get to the same ending. Uh, no disrespect to the people who work hard in those games. Uh, it wasn't my favorite. I played it a couple times, actually, and did enjoy it enough. But uh, that's not the type of game we're looking for. We had that other that PS uh, game I know uh, back PS3, uh, Game of Thrones game, uh, where Jor-Mormon was in it. Cersei, I believe. And it was a uh, canon-ish kind of type of game. That didn't do well. And then I, right now, I'm playing Game of Thrones Conquest on my phone. If you guys are there uh, out there playing that too, let me know. I got the friend code. You can come over to my Westeros and join the Daily Thrones team. House Kayfabe is there as well. That's Sir Thomas's uh, house as well. Uh, find me at House Daily Thrones. Um, but I'm having fun playing the game, but those type of games are pretty simple. You could play Vikings. You could play, uh, you know, Clash of Clans are all kind of those same games. I'm just having fun Right now, um, spending a little bit of my real life money on it—not a lot—just having some fun playing in the Game of Thrones world it is uh, fun to explore the map and all those things. So we're still in need of that great Game of Thrones game. And when I was uh, down at uh, E3 uh, over uh, what is that springtime now, I was t- I was uh, broadcasting on the floor here on Daily Thrones talking about that game. I really do want that real real-time strategy game. Uh, Like Ages of Empire, I'd love to have that version, uh, uh, that series, I'd love to have a Game of Thrones version of that. But a a big, giant, open-world Game of Thrones game is certainly something I think we all would enjoy. Would it take away? What time period? Do you get caught up in what is canon? I would almost want it to be maybe before the events of even Robert's Rebellion some other time with a story not so tied to the throne but tied to maybe the politics of the land and maybe some of the rumors of things up north i wouldn't mind that i would also hope it would include Essos. um so uh it would be a big undertaking and if they really were doing it i think we've we'd hear it by now video game the uh, video games kind of come and go in terms of development i'm looking at that uh, visceral star wars game that didn't go uh, at least not yet uh all the controversy around that but i think uh, game of thrones is definitely a good idea to have those games. It's definitely a place for us uh, video game fans, and I'm not a major one, but I do enjoy them, and I would definitely play the crap out of a Game of Thrones game like this. Um, what would you guys want out of this game? What would you be your expectations, your potential disappointments, and maybe you just want it left alone? Let us know here on Daily Thrones.
0: Hi, Ken. So I'm just thinking a little more about the protagonist of a potential open-world Game of Thrones game. And uh, the first thing that pops into my mind is, You could do this one, it could be either gender, and you can really go multiple ways with it right off the bat for an open-world game, and that would be making the protagonist the last surviving member of House Reign. We all know the story of the Reigns of Castamere. It would be very interesting to be put in the shoes of a character that isn't supposed to exist. Uh, I think it would allow us to have some flexibility with the canon, and then I think you're faced with kind of the integral open-world game choice right at the beginning, which is whether to pursue revenge for for house rain for your family name or whether to abandon it and seek out the faceless men and and possibly seek retribution that way i mean we know that ultimate retribution will not be found in the end but is there a way to make that an an entertaining tale that's just something that i've i've really latched onto to here in the last couple of minutes and can't stop thinking about thanks for taking the call ken have a great night Hey, Ken. So you've mentioned a couple times before that you think Danny's is going to die in Season 8. And I've actually kind of uh, joined sides with you, and I believe that's going to happen. But then I started thinking about the aftermath of Danny's death and what happens with the two remaining dragons if both survive or even just say Drogon survives. Does Jon inherit the dragons? Um, And then what does Jon do with said dragons if we if we think john's not going to become the ruler or take uh take the iron throne does he just go back to winterfell with a dragon like it's really got me thinking what happens with these dragons if danny does die and they do survive i'd love to get your thoughts and uh everyone else's thoughts about what happens with these dragons if danny dies and does john take them and where do they go
1: all right it's a fair question here daily thrones fans i've been talking about danny dying i think it's gonna happen i think even some of these Rumors that have popped up again that Khal Drogo himself is in Belfast. That's right. Jason Momoa is in Belfast. This could only mean one thing, that he is going to be back to shoot uh, a, a, a scene with Daenerys Targaryen in the afterlife. A reunion, this bittersweet reunion that we uh, saw prophesized in season two during the House of the Undying sequence. Uh, this is all happening, right? This is all a thing. Danny's dying. But what happens After, Jeff, you've raised a good question. Do we need a dragon sitter? Who's going to babysit the dragons? Who takes over that job, mother of dragons? Is it a father of dragons? Is it Jon Snow? Is it Aegon Targaryen the 14th? Uh, Whatever number we're up to now with him. I think it's possible. Jon had that connection to Drogon. I wouldn't say he was in control of Drogon. But hey, Danny at some point had control. They're her children. Uh, I can get behind that. But at some point, it seemed like she lost a little control of the dragons. Uh, Jora reminding her, like, you know, Khaleesi, these, these are dragons. They are, they are, uh, untamed. Never forget that. They are wild beasts. Uh, she never believed that. And she definitely has control of them now. But maybe John can get to that point. Maybe in her absence, they would seek John out or a third dragon rider. Tyrion has that power as well. Whether or not he's a Targaryen or not, there was some kind of connection there that makes me think it would be possible for Tyrion to have something to do with Drogon and Rhaegal should Danny pass on. Now, again, another thought is if Danny passes, could it be in some sort of uh, killed in action type scenario, which that could mean that one of the dragons could go? Oh, we're talking a lot about it. a lot of sad things here. Sad that Danny would go. Sad that another dragon could go. Viserion. His death was was one that was. Uh, it was perhaps the biggest death of season seven. And his rebirth was one of the tragedies. Though cool and awe-inspiring all at once, it was a tragedy. So, Danny goes. What is left? Who takes up the reins? Is it as simple as Jon Snow, and would he know how to use the dragons, or would that even matter? And also consider this: Do the dragons have to stick around, even if Danny stays alive? If this war ends and our 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 favorite uh, our favorite uh, team is, is still playing. Danny and John are still alive. Even in that scenario, do the dragons have to stick around? Maybe they go back to Valeria, fly around their sort of ancestral home in a way. Maybe you let them free. Maybe that's part of what the bittersweet ending is. Dragons were there to help win this war. Could Danny live in a world without her dragons? At this point, I don't know. We'll see how she reacts really uh, functioning with just two dragons. It's got to be tough. So, a lot of questions. It's not just as simple as Danny dying to serve some point in the story. there would have to be some sort of uh, aftermath we'd have to see. What are your guys' thoughts on life after Danny? And who could be a dragon sitter? Call in here to Daily Thrones. Let me know. You guys are great. Build that community. And keep calling in with your favorite quotes. I want to hear them. I want to hear why they're your favorite quote. quotes and we'll deal with them talk about them discuss them this week here on daily thrones